Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. There's a lot to the storied history of the original Captain Marvel. The character's first appearance was Winter of 1939 in Wiz Comics No. 2. Created by C.C. Beck and Bill Parker for Fawcett Comics, the Big Red Cheese, as he was sometimes called, was the best-selling comic superhero during the mid-1940s, with a regular circulation of about a million and a half copies per issue. He was also the first comic book superhero to be adapted into a movie. That was back in 1941. Regrettably, Captain Marvel came to an ignoble end, not laid low in battle by a dastardly supervillain, but by the decision of a judge. DC Comics sued for infringement of copyright, claiming Captain Marvel too closely resembled a character of theirs called Superman. In a further bit of irony, DC would ultimately purchase the rights to Captain Marvel decades later. Although that brings us to today, and lucky for DC, they did acquire those rights. Because after starting the genre of big-budget Hollywood superhero films in 1978 with Superman the movie, the brand has fallen on hard times. Overtaken by Marvel Studios, who seemingly can do no wrong, the DC movies have practically been an afterthought for fans. Of course, there have been some notable exceptions with Batman, and more recently Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Well, Shazam continues the ascent of DC and Warner Brothers superhero motion pictures. It is a light-hearted, fun, and funny movie that simultaneously celebrates and pokes fun at the genre while extolling the virtues of true heroes. The film follows Billy Batson, a teen who was abandoned by his mother as a little boy. Batson never forgot his mom and is constantly searching for her, and he runs away from one foster home after another in his ongoing effort to locate her. He finally lands in a group home run by Victor and Rosa Vasquez, two former foster children dedicated to providing a loving and nurturing environment for a gaggle of eclectic young people. Billy is visited by Providence when he is spirited to the Rock of Eternity by a wizard who has been searching for a successor. The personifications of the seven deadly sins have been loosed on mankind, and the wizard seeks a champion to oppose them. Billy has but to speak the name of the wizard to be endowed with the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. The wizard is called Shazam, and speaking his name aloud, transforms Billy into an adult Captain Marvel. With the help of his foster brother, Freddy, Billy must learn to control his powers before the villainous Dr. Savannah allows the sins to destroy the world. Asher Angel, a youngster with numerous television credits, gives a credible performance as Billy. But the heavy lifting here is done by Zachary Levi as the adult hero version of Billy. Levi turns in a rendition somewhat reminiscent of Tom Hanks' big. Jack Dylan Grazer, who you may remember from It, plays Freddy. He is a well-regarded young actor and turns in an outstanding performance in the supporting role. Veteran actor Mark Strong is Dr. Thaddeus Savannah. Strong was a great choice for this role, and he takes what could easily have been an archetypical super baddie and creates a believable and occasionally even sympathetic character. The rest of the cast is rounded out by Marta Milans and Cooper Andrews as the foster parents, and Grace Fulton, Faith Herman, Jovan Armand, and Ian Chin as the other foster kids. Jamon Honshu plays the wizard Shazam in what practically amounts to a cameo. You'll also see Megan Good, Michelle Borth, Adam Brody, 
Ross Butler, and DJ Cortrona. Worthy of note is that much of what you'll see is based on DC's New 52 version of Captain Marvel and the Marvel family, but fans of the original comic stories will recognize some cherry-picked material here and there. Director David F. Sandberg has a lot of fun with this movie. Henry Gaden wrote the screenplay from a story co-authored by him and Goosebumps writer Darren Limke, and they take frequent opportunity to remind viewers that this is the world that includes Justice Leaguers, which I think is a plus, but some might see it as a tease since those characters aren't the stars of this movie. Ultimately, they serve as examples and inspiration for Billy. And I think that is a fundamental element that has been missing from movies featuring DC Comics characters. DC superheroes have traditionally been, as opposed to the more grounded and, dare I say, fallible Marvel characters, larger-than-life heroes who are characters to which readers can aspire. But there is also a certain freshness to this movie, seen through the eyes of an adolescent grappling with the transition to adulthood and all that entails, but with an optimism born of youth and inexperience. We are watching as Billy makes the choices that will determine whether or not he becomes a hero, and it is an enjoyable journey. An exceptional element is the musical score composed by Benjamin Walfish that accentuates the visuals. With a total runtime of 2 hours and 12 minutes, it goes by pretty quick. It drags in parts, but the pacing overall is good. I thought it was a little slow to start. Kids will enjoy it, and although I'm loath to characterize it as a movie for kids, it kind of is. But that's mainly due to the preponderance of youngsters in principal and supporting roles. There are plenty of characters with which a young audience can identify. It's rated PG-13 for action-adventure fantasy. Absent is any nudity or sexual situations, and questionable language is kept to a minimum. A fine, fun comic book adaptation of a classic character and a good time at the movies. Three stars out of four. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Fantastic Forum airs from 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia.